You shall fear disaster no more. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. These were the words to which my heart was drawn in prayer from our lectionary text long before any of us knew what disasters laid ahead. Yesterday morning, devastation was in the air. Walking my dogs as the sky still loomed ominous in the unsettling warmth of a 60-degree December morning, all I could sense was how much devastation was everywhere. The questions left unanswered as many of us woke without power after a restless night sheltering from the tornado felt heavy. And those of us who were unharmed began to slowly realize the depth of devastation and disaster that our neighbors faced, some of whom lost everything. This morning, I want to fully believe the words of the prophet Zephaniah. I want to fully believe the words of the prophet Zephaniah when he says, you shall fear disaster no more. I want to believe these words so much because so much of the past 36 hours has spent in the fear of disaster. Afraid for myself, for you, for our community, for the commonwealth. I want to believe these words. I want to believe them in a way that almost erases the way in which devastation has been our unfailing companion in the wake of the tornado. I so deeply want to believe that when we light the third candle on our Advent wreath, the one that is supposed to represent joy, that we can remember the joy of the season. That we will fear disaster no more. I wish I could be there. But that is not where I am this morning. The night is too dark and I am not yet ready. In other years on Advent 3, it was probably easy to lean into the pool of a preemptive Christmas, letting joyful music and eager expectation fill our senses, but today it is a struggle. I am not yet ready to let easy solutions and silver linings come to explain the devastation that lies mere blocks from this church. I am not yet ready to sing Christmas songs of glad tidings and joy. I am not yet ready to step into the brightness of a loud and rambunctious version of joy to the world. And truthfully, I don't 
think that's where any of us are called today. In the liturgical calendar, the third Sunday of Advent is often referred to as Gaudet Sunday, using the Latin word for rejoice. And it's often thought of as a sort of easy reprieve from the long, dark, penitential season of Advent. A break from the weariness of the season of waiting. But joy... Joy is just not a word that comes easily this morning. Joy does not come easy for me this morning, but I know. I know and truly believe that the joy we mark today isn't a joy that can be sold out of convenience when things are good and there is no disaster, but rather is the kind of joy that surpasses and subverts a sense of happiness to something greater and deeper, something more akin to a hard-won hope in the midst of the pain of our world. It's the kind of joy that requires us to sit with a devastation and to not let it be the only story. It's the kind of joy that asks us hard questions to get there. And when I return to the song of joy from Zephaniah, our first reading today, I think it asks of us a powerful question. It asks, what happens when God shows up? What happens when God is present with us in the realities of our pain and fear? What happens when God shows up in the middle of a disaster? What happens when God grants relief from strife and the Lord is in our midst? The prophet Zephaniah tells us that God will rejoice over us with gladness, that God will renew us in God's love, and that God will exalt over us with loud singing as if a day of festival. What happens when the Lord shows up? What happens when God shows up is that the weary world rejoices. The weary world rejoices because God and God's people are caught up in the thrill and delight of each other. What happens when God shows up? This tired and exhausted and overwhelmed world rejoices. Beloveds, we stand on the cusp of a broken world. And the truth is, it's not just the tornado damage or the horrific amount of lives lost. There is a wearied brokenness all around us. 
Shattered by violence and injustice, our world functions in a way where it is not easy to live into who God created us to be. Cynicism and hopelessness pull us deeper into our haggard weariness because we live in a broken world full of more pain than our brains can fully comprehend. Shattered and wrecked by injustice and cruelty. And yet, even in the midst of this, even when hope feels impossible and our love for others feels spent, God is with us. God is here. God has shown up. God is in our midst and we will fear disaster no more. God is here and my friends, I cannot fully articulate what it feels like to have a tiny spark of joy in this season of disaster. I cannot fully explain what it means to whisper into the dark, the weary world rejoices. I cannot fully relay it because it lies so deep within my bones. It's so central to my being that when a small, tender, transient light of joy sparks, I know, I know that the devastation around us no longer becomes the main story. I know that as that tiny flame grows and grows, it will shine a light not just on the hope of the coming Christ, but on our weariness as well. I know that the longer we sit with this spark of joy, we, it cannot and will not be contained. And I know that even the truth of the shattered world around us cannot and will not negate the power of a weary world that chooses to rejoice. Amen.